1: plus hey everybody welcome back to letterman row i'm austin ward that's jeremy birmingham and spencer holbrook this is rapid reaction it's brought to you by buyers auto uh what are we rapidly reacting to in late april must be transfer portal news and ohio state got some uh, of the bad variety uh on wednesday jameson williams uh the wide receiver talented wide receiver speedy shifty take the top off a of defense deep threat uh he has decided to enter his name the transfer portal will be leaving the buckeyes this one, um, Berm, does come as a bit of a surprise to Ohio State. Talked to some people already on Wednesday afternoon, and it was described as a, a heartbreaking move for them. This is – even with all the talent that Ohio State has assembled, do you think maybe they're going to lose one or two guys? I don't think Jameson Williams was one that they really considered uh, that wouldn't be part of the roster heading into August.
2: Yeah, I mean, you never want to spend three, four years developing a player and then not really get – the, the best of him. And, and Jamison Williams looked like he was starting to finally hit his stride and become the player that Ohio State thought he was going to be when he was recruited and become a complete football player and not just a guy that can run really fast. Um, you know. But as you look at that depth chart, and we're still trying to figure out the exact reason for, for what's going on here, but um, you know, there's always layers to these things. And the, the layer that is, seems the most obvious is that if you look at the Ohio State wide receiving room, with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, with the, the emergence of, uh, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Julian Fleming and, and now Marvin Harrison and Emeka Ibuka, you just wonder uh, if it makes more sense for a guy to, to look elsewhere. Now, is that is this strictly a depth chart related move? I don't know yet, um, you know, but but certainly on the outside looking in, that's how it appears.
1: Yeah, and another part of that that Verm uh, touched on, Spencer, is that Chris Olave not only comes back, that takes one spot, but then, we saw for much of spring Garrett Wilson talking about moving back to the outside with Jackson Smith and Jigwa playing that slot role that Garrett Wilson did a year ago. So, you know, that's that's another move that directly impacts Jamison Williams, who was going to play on that perimeter uh, and really, you know, run run down the field as fast as possible. It was never the most polished route runner, didn't have the greatest hands on the team, not not covering any new ground there. But said he was improving, but it was hard to see where he would get a lot of targets with the way Ohio State was moving those pieces.
0: Yeah, kind of, I was kind of looking back at the spring game and the spring as a whole, and you were just wondering to yourself, where does Jameis Williams fit into the puzzle? Because Jackson Smith and Jigba is obviously going to be a key piece of this offense in year two. You know, uh, Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are obviously going to get the the lion's share of the of the targets because they're two of the best receivers in the country. And then you look past that and you look at the other young guys that are around them, guys who are who might be a little bit better route runners, have not as much speed as Jameis Williams, but, uh, you know, can still fly down the field and you wonder where does Jamison Williams fit into all this? And, and now you know that he, he really doesn't because he's in the transfer portal. So, you know, it, it's a move that I'm sure Ohio state didn't want, but it's a move that makes sense for, for a lot of different reasons.
1: Yeah. I, I guess the immediate question is that uh, is, is this it for Ohio state? Because you know, burn people have asked us that all along, like with all these people, surely somebody has to leave. Well, this is now two in this offseason with Mookie Cooper and Jameson Williams, G Scott is at tight end. It's hard to imagine at this point that you could still see a six-man rotation. It's probably the best in the country, you know, enough footballs to go around with the knowledge coming that Chris Olave will graduate and that Garrett Wilson will almost certainly be going to the NFL draft at this time next year. Um, you know, we don't talk about individual decisions like that or speculate on particular players, but I would say from my perspective, big picture looking at this unit, I would be very surprised if there's any more movement for the wide receivers.
2: Yeah, I would too, and I think that's ultimately why this was somewhat surprising with Jamison Williams happening now because, you know, with Cameron Babb's injury, he's not uh, looking like he's going to be in the rotation like we thought he could work himself in. Jalen Harris, Elijah Gardner, those guys are still on the roster, but they're not really involved. G. Scott's move sort of opened up the door, I think, for, for a little less worry for guys like Jamison Williams. Um, but then you now you have the emergence, as we said, of Marvin Harrison, of Emeka Abuka. There's a lot of folks buzzing about Jaden Ballard. Uh, and what he can become at Ohio State, and you know, I think the real the real loss here for Ohio State, and again, we, we don't know all of the layers of this yet, but the real loss is that Ohio State has a lot of players who are very similar at wide receiver. Jameson Williams is the one that sort of had that extra gear, that different gear that made him a uh, harder to cover down the field. So I think that that's something where you might see Ohio State really have to now turn and hope that they can get a healthy Julian Fleming to rely on him in that sort of role.
1: Well, and that part that you put down in the pro column for Jamison Williams, aside from the speed, is uh, two years in the program, two years working with Brian Hartline, a touchdown in a big game against Clemson in the Sugar Bowl. He had a couple scores last year. So uh, I remember him really flashing as a freshman and showing that potential upside that he could reach. So it's not as if, I mean, he was a part of why Ohio State was considered the deepest, most talented wide receiver room in the country. It's not that they they lost somebody who couldn't help them, because there's certainly a strong case to be made that he could have
0: yeah there are times where I felt like he was a little overlooked in the wide receiver room because he does bring a lot of different things to the offense like Berm said he's kind of different he's not like a lot of these other guys he's, he's got that burner speed uh not always the best hands but when he got the, when he did catch the ball he was electric so he was a little overlooked though because he came in with Garrett Wilson you had uh Chris Olave emerge before him then all the five stars that Brian Hartline's brought in the last two years you look at a guy really, you know, undervalued uh, by maybe the fan base, by maybe some, some of us, uh, just not talking about him enough. But at the same time, he's a guy who's been in the program for a long time, understands what it takes to be a wide receiver there. And he was going to be a valuable part of this offense one way or another. And so it's a loss, but at the same time, you know, you know that Ohio State's wide receiver room is going to be fine. So there's kind of two sides to this coin. It's just interesting to, to kind of break it down and see what the pros and cons are right now
2: you hate to see anyone leave the program to but it's like okay here's a hierarchy of the positions you can afford to have it happen at wide receiver would certainly be at the top of that list um you know i i want to get ahead of it because i see people already on twitter asking like is this to make room for somebody else like that's not the way this is working don't put any stock into that sort of logic it has nothing to do with any other potential addition in the transfer portal it's just This is a kid making a decision um, for himself. And uh, certainly, as you said, Mookie Cooper being gone. Mookie is one of his good friends on the team as a fellow St. Louis guy. Um, You know, it's just unfortunate for Ohio State that these St. Louis kids, that they've done a lot of work in that area in the last handful of years. With Cam Babb's injury history, Mookie Cooper transferring out so quick, and Jamison Williams now leaving, you start to wonder if that well, maybe from a recruiting standpoint, is going to dry up.
1: Also, uh, the scholarship math is almost impossible to figure out anyway with uh, all the bonus years and uh, waivers and everything else going on after the COVID year. Nobody has to cut one scholarship player to make room for anybody else in the transfer portal right now. That's, that's certainly not the equation here, Berm.
2: Yeah, this is like uh, common core uh, of, for the 2021 season. So like anything goes in math this time around.
1: Spencer still the still the best wide receiving unit in the country for you? Yeah
0: yeah I don't think this changes much uh, maybe knocks him down a half a point but they were four points ahead of everyone else <laughs> so I think I don't I don't think this really matters in the grand scheme and and you hate to say it like that I, I don't want to you know, kind of trivialize it and say it doesn't really matter for Ohio State because l- l- like Berm said you never want to lose a guy that you've spent time and developed and developed relationships with he's got some of his best friends I'm sure on this this roster. But, like you said, also, if there's one position, they could afford to lose a guy, and it's a wide receiver. so, like i said it's it's two sides of the same coin, and you hate to kind of talk about it as, oh, well, it doesn't really matter for Ohio State, but at the same time, you look at the roster top to bottom of the wide receiver room, and it kind of doesn't really matter
1: yeah, it's a different
2: I, I think it If you're looking for a silver lining, sorry, if you're looking for like silver lining and all these things, there's, there's been a lot of people worried about guys like Julian Fleming and maybe he could be uh, someone that down the road, if he doesn't get an opportunity to really shine this upcoming season that he could look. Now you have at least another opening for Julian Fleming to fill, you know, to step in and get more reps and more playing time. And so you're trying to find a way to, to manage the roster and balance playing time you know, at this point, Ohio State needs a lot more help at other positions, and um, it, it sucks for Jamison Williams. And he's always handled himself with class, and um, Buckeyes fans should be proud that he's been a part of the team for as long as he has. And um, you just got to wish him well.
1: Yeah, I think that's the the difficult balancing act to to put forth here is that Ohio State is is fine with moving forward the, with the roster and the depth chart they are disappointed that they are losing Jamison Williams. And you also need to give him credit because he's another four-star player who was validating that. Uh, certainly at times over the last couple of years with the touchdowns and the athleticism he showed And you know, in the, in the spring, you know, it was only what two weeks ago, three weeks, two and a half weeks ago, that he was talking about the improvements he made and the strong offseason he was having and, and how much he was pushing and looking forward to this year, taking the next step. He had, that hadn't happened for him yet. I think we also can be, uh, acknowledge that fairly that he had not fully tapped into his potential, but Brian Hartland really wanted uh, to be the guy to do that. Now he won't have that chance, but he still has a bunch of talent to work with. So it's in that way, it's a little bit mixed bag. It's, it's tough to figure out, but that's what we're here to do on rapid reaction, which is brought to you by buyer's auto. Jamison Williams is in the transfer portal Ohio state, looking uh, to take the next step at wide receiver. Now without him, that's Berm and Spencer Holbrook. I am Austin Ward. This is, as always, has been Rapid Reaction brought to you by Virus Auto. Stay with us for full coverage of the Ohio State Buckeyes at lettermonroe.com.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?